guys, <laughs> welcome to the Make It Happen podcast. I have my first guest here. I'm super excited, a little nervous. I don't know um, how good I'm going to be at interviewing, but yeah, it's really exciting. I've kind of taken a whole turn on um, my original podcast and uh, that's what brought me here. So I will introduce Carmen. Hello guys. <laughs> Very oh, exciting. And hello Chelsea. Yes. <laughs> We're like sitting here staring at each other. Yeah. <laughs> Our first kind of, this is your first one too, right? You just this said. This is my first one, yeah. Yes. So it's really, really exciting for me and thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Here to be with you and um, be part of your journey and your new podcast and you know, your new vision and stuff. Thank you. I'm excited to have you here and like just to get everyone to learn about what it is you do in your business because I met Carmen probably what, like two months ago now? Mm -hmm. It was like the beginning of October. Yeah. Yeah. So we both were on a retreat with the uh, Toronto Business Babes. Check them out because they are always doing really cool conferences in the city and this was their actual, their first like away retreat in Prince Edward County and it had like tons of other women all business oriented kind of trying to learn um different skills like the content planner was there cat so it was a really interesting kind Mm -hmm. of two days yeah and that's where we met I know that was a really fun event to be honest I was just like oh finally a night for me to get away from the (laughs) baby but like it ended up being pretty amazing like I'm sitting here with Chelsea now and I totally agree it's like we were just saying before we started recording that you know, being on Instagram and social media, I know for me, sometimes it can seem lonely just because it's hard to actually meet people in real life. Yeah. You know, everything nowadays is so like on your phone and you can chat with somebody, but to actually have them over and sit down and, you know, discuss businesses and what we love and our passions, like what a friggin' time to be alive. (laughs) I know. It's awesome. It's very cool. Love it. Just to give you guys a little bit of background on um, Carmen, she actually runs her own resin business. Thanks, Chelsea. I'll start off with a little bit about um, myself and then how I started the business and why I started the business and what my main purpose is um, to continue on building this business and having it spread and sustain in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um for myself, but mainly for the people around me. So I know I sound like such a superhero, you know, like this is what I'm doing for the world, but no, it's it's not like that. It's kind of like that, but it's yeah. not like that. <laughs> <laughs> I started this business back in 2016, and it was honestly meant to be a hobby. And why I had to have a hobby was because in 2016, I had my final... Um, consultation and my with my therapy who's my psychiatrist Mm -hmm. um because I was um reaching a sobriety level or no starting my sobriety life um as a functioning alcoholic um and so my psychiatrist was like you know what you know you you can continue on doing this but there are things that you can help to help you rebuild your life, um, relive life, mm-hmm. and relearn how to live without, you know, substance abuse and, like, having substance to kind of, as your coping mechanism. Right. So she's like, you should really find a hobby that you're, like, relatively good at. It shouldn't be completely new because that might spike other triggers, trigger other stress stressors. Um, so this is something you did prior <clears throat> to your, like, before, like... So before your sobriety, were you doing this 
as well or no? no? So before my sobriety, I worked in like the financial industry. Okay. So I worked in... um, It's very stressful. Yeah, financial industry in operations, in call center. And then I was a team leader and then I worked in marketing and then, you know, did a bunch of like branding work, marketing analysis in terms of like the corporate world Mm -hmm. and branding and marketing and how to, you know, drive a project forward, that type of thing. Um, That was kind of already my background before I started the business. It is completely different. Very. Compared (laughs) to having your own business Mm -hmm. and having these soft skills to work for a business. Right. So those are two very different things. Um, Never in my dreams had I thought, you know, I would have my own business that I would be running and stressing and not sleeping over. It's all for, I think you know, for the passion and for, for what I love to do. Like I've done art my entire life. Mm-hmm. So my first art kind of like journey project, project yeah. was when I was like three years old and my dad taught me how to draw or oh, like wow. color. So like ever since then, I've always been creative and artistic, never pursued it because again, you know, like it's not exactly one of those money makers. No. And you don't know how it's going to yeah. take off or if it is going to take off. It's, yeah. it's, it's one of those, I feel like a scary avenue to go down Very. Um, rather than just like getting a corporate job, which like, listen, right. I have a corporate job right now and I totally, totally get it yeah. because leaving that for something else that you don't know is going to work out can for be sure. probably like extremely yeah. scary. Yeah. Yeah. And so like I have always been creative but never pursued it, never mm-hmm. had, like, professional training or anything. Um, you know, throughout high school, it was math, science. You All know, the good stuff. All the good stuff. <laughs> all the the Chinese cultural yeah. must-haves, Listen, I quit all of those after, like, grade 10, grade 11. Yeah. I'm like, what can I go into um, that you don't need this, this, and that? And exactly. that was journalism. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I did all of that. Went to university. Um did my bachelor's of science in psychology. So a lot of it was still very science and mathematic like based. Right. Along um, with my specialization was more around mental health. Okay. And sociology, which is very ironic. Yeah. Or like not ironic, but it's weird because when I was going through all the substance abuse and mm-hmm. all the mental health issues and struggles, it was basically like seeing what I was learning. And, like, seeing me as the subject. Right. Right? I feel like, did you, and obviously in that moment, like, you didn't take what you may have learned, because it's you. Like, how do you, like, turn that around and say, like, okay, this is what I learned at school, but you can't really, I I feel like, I don't know if you could or not, but in that moment, I feel like you're not going to look at yourself as a subject. But now, maybe you can look back and be like, those are signs, or you can kind of correlate stuff. For sure. And like at the time and, you know, for someone who has substance abuse, um, you know, a lot of times people think, well, why can't you just stop drinking then? Right. Like right. that's always like kind of the, the question. But um, I don't want to get too much into substance abuse and yeah. being an alcoholic or anything, but it's the person is completely not in the right state of mind. Mm-hmm. So this could be like an amazing person when they're sober and a complete like... 180 complete 
360. Yeah, no, I got, uh, 180. 180. 180. But I think that's what drew me to you so much, too, um, is when I met you, A, you have no idea. I still remember, uh, guys, like, when we met and we were at dinner and I was yeah. going to pour you a glass of wine and, like, oh, do you want a glass of wine? Like, no. And then you were so open with your story, which just, like, moved me. Um, and I never really knew about, like, high-functioning um, you know, alcoholism. 12. Um, I was, it was after running this huge campaign in the financial institution that I was working for. And I met my now husband, fiance. I mean, I met him before cause we worked at the same financial institution, but in ah, different okay. departments, but never thought of anything, but he was really there for me cause it was such a stressful time for me. It was like a, um, Canada wide, campaign for um donations and charities and it was only five weeks and basically it was like a make or break project okay for your career for my career yep and so it was really stressful um ended up being really amazing and I decided that um you know we'll go celebrate and I went to celebrate with him and then at that time I felt like you know I could have done so many things so differently had I not been drunk every day and I know this probably would get me like in complete trouble looking back now because they're like oh that's why she missed all those meetings but you know like it's your story and you can say them now you've come out of it yeah and I think that's like that's the important part and if they cared about you they would they would see that you know it's and and it was like no one really knew and I feel like like keeping you know, a secret. Yeah, like keeping a secret. And then, you know, I was the biggest imposter because when I was at work, I was this, like, perfect, you know, like, always organized, always, like, on top of everything. So no one would know. No one would know. And then the minute I get home, I'm, like, hammering down, like, you know, two Mickeys, three Mickeys, doubles, wow. triples, Coke for color and all that stuff. So after that, I kind of really like, it wasn't a regret, but a learning where I'm like, you know what, like, I could have max like there was so much potential, right. And that's why the business kind of evolved into what it is now, which is like, maximizing your personal potential so Mm -hmm. that you can really, really focus on everything that you do and make it the best that it can be. Whether, you know, you're, yeah, like Mm -hmm. whether it's avoiding procrastination, which I am like the biggest, like I am the biggest, what you call like hypocrite or or whatever you call. You're preaching to the choir here. Yeah. There's a reason (laughs) that the podcast originally had three episodes and it's taken me like four months to get an interview and start the next step. So So, yeah, like be it, be it like procrastination that you need to overcome, Mm -hmm. be it fear, self-doubt, self-doubt, like any one of those things that you, that's holding you back, just take another step back and think like, had I not have these, or if I don't have these, then what is like, where would this go? Like, where can this be? Right. So that's kind of like the preamp to why I decided to go for help. So in 2013, um, after everything, after, you know, all the trouble that I've been, broken Mm -hmm. relationships, the project, the work, the corporate world, my career, my personal life, where could it all have been? So basically, I was like, you know what? I can't do this anymore. 
And, like, as I'm getting older, my body starts to give up, right? Yep. Like, sometimes I feel like my heart's going to seize and, like, freeze up and all that stuff. So that's there's a lot of physical component to it as well. But anyways, 2013, I went to seek help. And uh, my psychiatrist, I think it was only the f- second session where I finally admitted and said, okay, fine. I have a problem. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I have an alcohol, like, I, I'm an alcoholic. And before that, the first few sessions, I went in as a depressive person. So okay. I told So that's my, why you were seeking help. Yeah. Originally. So, yeah. So okay. I went to seek help because I was depressed. Gotcha. So I was depressed, so that's why I was drinking. Hmm. And not you were drinking because you have yeah, a problem. Exactly. Okay. So even then I was not admitting it. And like that's my other thing, you know, commit to admit. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, whether it be substance abuse, whether it, it be you know, admitting that you have an eating problem or whatever. Like, I'm not Something. trying to, like, no, I, I hold in on get... one thing. Yeah. But whatever it is, like, commit and, like, take accountability right. to admit it and say, like, you know what? I'm complaining about this because I haven't taken the first steps to change it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, why am I complaining about it? I need yeah, to change it. need this. to change it. So that's kind of, like, the other kind of, like, thing that I'm working towards you know maximizing committing to admit because these are all the things that I've went through that I know that other people know it as well yeah it's just like putting it in into perspective we're all real people of course right so 2013 I went for help I went on medication I cheated the system I cheated the medication you know that's what addicts do they cheat everything and they lie to themselves I relapsed a bunch of times and finally in 2016 I was like nope not doing enough, it enough enough is absolutely enough mm-hmm. like for three years I went we I revisited the fact that I took like in 2012 I was like I asked myself this question about maximizing potential and then I keep wasting my time right. so it's it sad because no then sense. you look back at that time and yeah. you're like damn it, I could have been doing so this, that, more. and the other thing yeah. instead of spending the last four years just cheating around. Right. Yeah. So totally. it's like I wasn't really going anywhere. And then so finally I decided to stop. One night I was like to my fiancé, my husband now, <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know what would be so awesome? He's like, what? I, I always have like amazing, awesome ideas that, that never happens. Yeah. And then he's like, what now kind of thing? And I was like, what if, what if I just like give out free workshops to people who are going through what I'm going through Struggling. or or like people who just want to talk and like just chat and like share a night, an hour, three hours, like just like have a night to paint and like have fun and paint whatever the heck they want. Yep. Cause paint night was really hot at that it, time. I too. remember when that came out. It was like huge, huge. Yeah, but like it was kind of <laughs> stressful because you're like, I can't paint that picture. Like, I never listen. <laughs> something you'll get to know about me. I am so lacking. All like I can't paint. I can't draw. I can't. I I literally tried to DIY something the other <laughs> yeah. day. It was a joke. I'm like, <laughs> I am just like a lost cause. <laughs> but it's okay, right? <laughs> it's true. Um, you're true. You're right. Um, and it's okay. Like you have your own style. So. <laughs> Whatever it comes out as. But anyway, so paint night was hot. I was like, I should do some free workshops for the group of people that are very specific, like that wants to talk, that wants to get together and whatever. And like my fiance at the time, he was like, that's an amazing idea. And like, it's amazing that you want to give back. But like, 
Sorry to burst your bubble. You need to make some money. But that's one. <laughs> yeah. That's a big one. He's like, how are you going to, like, financially support yeah. this free workshop? Because that's Who's... the hardest part, too. It's like, as much as you want to do something, you also need to make a living. Exactly. So I totally get it. So at that time, I was working mm-hmm. full time. So I was like, I'll just put, like, I'll just put, like, a chunk of it into this as, like, a philanthropy thing. Okay. He's like... I don't think so. But <laughs> wait, anyways, were you guys married at the time? No, we're, so you're like we're, wedding savings, yeah, like all this. Totally, stuff. all of that because yeah. we got engaged in February, and this was my big idea in May. Oh God, yeah, so, you're like in the thick of it, and trust yeah. me, like I'm in it now, and it's so goddamn expensive. <laughs> oh I don't know. God. That's I like know. a whole other podcast episode, but like, yes. So yes. he's probably like ka-ching, ka-ching. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. He's like first money, second. He's like, you know, you're all about you're maximizing potential and like you know doing having big impacts and impactful Mm -hmm. things he's like you know you're kind of a nobody like nobody like not nobody but But no one knows no one knows who you are so how are you going to be able to make this impact you know you can't just all of a sudden post on Kijiji and have people come and go to these free workshops from a random person that's true actually it's a good point like like there's no trust there's no brand there's like not really anything happening right Mm -hmm. and I was like you know what you're right like you're absolutely right and like it's not a burst of bubble but it's more more of a reality check for Mm -hmm. me as much as I wanted to like do these things that you know was so great according to myself at the time but like it doesn't add value to really anyone at like you know if I do and no one knows your story yet so yeah, and story, I was I wasn't brand, about your... to share it at that time. Okay, you weren't ready. No, because it was still really and embarrassing fresh. and fresh. Yeah, it was yeah. still really embarrassing, and I was really nervous that people would see me as like an irresponsible, Person? like some responsible drunk that's just like causing ruckus and like cold-hearted person, right? Really? Yeah, like I felt that that would be what people would see me as and judge me okay. even before they know, like how loving I am and, like, yeah. how caring I am or, or whatever. So, like, I never shared it with anyone until, like, pretty recent. Like, Let's only see. in the last year and a half. So the reality check came in. And then because I never shared my story, I was like, okay, you know what? Let's build this business outside of the whole addiction thing. Like, let's not yeah. talk about that at all. And at that time, I was like, I may not even share with anyone because it's going to ruin my career. It's very personal. Yeah. The fact that you're so open about it, even now, now, um, it shocks me. Like, I think it's amazing. Yeah. I just like, I, I think it takes a lot of vulnerability and it takes courage to be able to share it. it, It's scary. Um, I remember when I first shared it with my family members Mm. and they're like, yeah, we kind of knew, but, like, we didn't want to say anything. And these are the really close people to me that, like, saw me, like, on the floor, breaking my face, like, scars right. everywhere. And, um, but anyways, they're kind of like, we knew, but people outside of that circle had no idea. And I just don't want them to put two and two together. Right. You know, and... and yeah, you're like, still trying to kind of yeah. cover it, or not cover it, but... It's Have just, a reputation yes. that's, like, not completely ruined Ruined by it yeah so I built the business I was like okay now sorry so you built the res the the decor business first without having like your story yeah okay so how it all started was I was like okay what am I good at I started painting (laughs) abstract 
I'm like, Which, that's beautiful, by the way. Guys, so, seriously, big thing. She just posted, yeah. I don't, like, you made a big one, and then you yeah. made a small art, um, like, piece of art. It was beautiful. Like, Thank I would buy you. it oh, myself to put it you. up in here. Like, Thank I loved you. it. Thank you. Yes. Well, Carly Paintings. You need to check it out anyways, <laughs> yeah. but sorry. Okay, go on. <laughs> yeah, so how I started. Um, so you are doing your paintings. Yeah, so yeah. the actual business side. So, like, the the background to why this business started and the actual business I was like, okay, abstract is less time consuming for me. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not speaking this for any other artist except for myself. Um, and like, I couldn't illustrate, but you know, I wasn't really into that at that point. Mm-hmm. And it was more like a painting thing. So I started doing abstract and selling it on Kijiji. Okay, cool. And then it caught, like people would buy it for a very low price, yeah. but I was like, okay, I'll just cover material, whatever. I don't care. And then after that, I was like, okay, okay, I need to get myself out there. Yep. And so I started doing markets because my sister-in-law, my soon-to-be sister-in-law was doing markets at that time. And she's like, you know what? You should just really try it out. Yeah. Um, It's a great way to get your stuff out there. Yeah. She's like, you just need to try it out and see how it goes. And I thought, okay, if I'm going into the general public, Mm -hmm. how does this psychologically and branding wise like how would it resonate with people so I start like bringing in my old retail psychology yeah. yeah branding marketing mindset and I was like okay abstract is abstract but I need to lead people to a message mm-hmm. and that's where my first collection came out it's called the positive vibes collection if anyone, I don't think I've seen it it's in my Instagram I didn't delete is anything. it far back it's very far back. I say because I did my research and <laughs> like I was creeping, 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 and like obviously we had already met, but yeah. like I wanted to see like all the stuff you've done because the yeah. when we first met it was the coasters mainly right. the resin coasters and yeah. like those were the big things that That's, I yeah. knew about and I didn't even realize mm-hmm. all the paintings. So yeah. okay, I'm gonna go creep while you keep going. <laughs> so um, that was called the positive vibes, kind of just like playing off of you know what I have to be living on yep um is like positivity positivity. and I have my husband to thank for that because he is the most positive and resilient person and like I didn't really know what that was until I met him and so um that's the other thing having good people around is definitely a bonus Mm -hmm. and Carly paintings was like on full-blown business mode and how that started was my name is Carmen and my maiden name is Lee. Um, and so I thought it would be super cool when I made my business card, um, not knowing that it would just be like Carly, which is like a real name, yeah. obviously. But I was like, you know, it'd be really cool. Like my first name and my last name smashed together and I would be Carly Paintings. Oh my God, I'm so awesome. Hey, do you want to something so funny though? For like before knowing your name is Carmen <laughs> and like Carly Carly like no yeah. her name is Carmen <laughs> like Chelsea get it together <laughs> oh my god and you're not the you're not gonna be the first and you're not gonna be the last but like a lot of people call me Carly and I respond to it and I think like that's like my suit like my I think my it's, pen name, I think it's cool you know? my artist name yeah it's like a suit is it is it a pseudonym, a pseudonym. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so I think that is really cool so you know now I go by I go by both but since the business has taken off in a different, a bit of a, a more like business direction, mm-hmm. like where I'm speaking at on podcasts, yeah, I've and seen you like doing um, doing it all. She's legit. 
you know, making it happen. <laughs> Basically, I'm like, I want a piece of everything. Hey, and there, there's and enough I'm to like, go around. <laughs> holding by a thread, but it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. You're doing great. My first summer shows, August 2016 and September 2016. It was great. And I was like, okay, I need something more yep. because I need something that's a little bit less kiddish looking. Mm-hmm. I need something that's a little bit more fine art. And that's maybe this, hit a different market. Yeah. So I was like trying yeah. to hit a different market because a lot of these paintings were being purchased for like forever paintings for kids and children's room. And I was like, this would never make into like a gallery setting. Right. And that's where the big, bigger like profits would be. Right. The bigger revenue, the gen- um, the bigger names and being known and all that. For sure. And so I started YouTubing you know, different abstract styles, and I found Alcohol Ink. I'm like, what is that, right? <laughs> and I was like, you know how ironic it is if I can, like, make this fly mm-hmm. because, like, I alcohol used to, like, I used to work for alcohol. Yeah, now, now you make I, it work for you. Exactly. I love I it. I was like, that's going to fly. And so I started, like, researching it, developing my own techniques, and, like, I first sold my first, like, 20 Serenity pieces, so it's the right. Serene collection. Okay. It's all inspired by the movement of water, and so um, wait, is that what? Sorry, what'd you call it? Alcohol, alcohol ink, alcohol ink, and is that resin? And no, so no, that's okay. just a, a type of. It's a, a medium. It's, it's a type a, of ink. So like acrylic gotcha. paint is a medium. Oh, okay, I got you. So you were doing these on canvases on as can- well. Uh, okay. These are on duple paper. So essentially, okay. it's a watercolor paper that cool is non-porous. And it's, like, got a smooth surface. Oh, nice. Okay, gotcha. So these are, like, my collections before the whole resin, like, phenomenon that... Has taken over. That's taken over. In, like, late 2018, I got my... I was really into crystals, and I got my Crystal Masters certificate from Happy Soul. I know I'm totally, like advertising for all these like hey you do it it, it, honestly the way I work is if you are happy with something even myself like why not give a shout out it was like a four week like quick like crystal like one-on-one you learn the basics you learn the type of crystals what it does for you and to be honest I don't know if I fully and I I know I'm gonna get murdered for this I don't know (laughs) if I'm like fully believe in every single crystal but Mm -hmm. I do have an amethyst like right by my bedside and I feel like when I recharge it, I do have better rest and like, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's something, some sort of energy in it. Yeah. And honestly, I think mindset's everything. And it's, if you believe in it, then yeah, you, it's, it's so true. Literally my mantra. Like yeah. you can, if you believe in something so much, it will, it will, it will it. come, it'll come yeah. to fruition. So you exactly. know what, if you are into the crystals, I don't see why not. Why yeah. can't they work? <laughs> exactly. And so long story short, I did the crystal masters certificate and then I'm like, you know, what would be really cool. Like, if I just create my own geode, like, that would be so pretty. And, like, then I started Googling, like, how to make them. And, like, mind you, everything I know with art, not the business side, but with the art side, is all self-taught. Because I never had personal, like, professional training. training. So it's, like, all Google. And, like, for you who is listening, you know, nowadays, you can literally, it's whatever you want to be a professional not professional but like know in extensively on like a, a project an item a thing um a subject literally it's on the tip of your fingers and if you have the will to kind of pursue it I totally agree and the passion 
Um, and I think that's huge passion. Yeah, the passion and the drive mm-hmm. to like really, really focus on it and make something out of it. It's like honestly, literally, at your fingertips, and like you have it, you got it. Yeah, you can do it. When, and there's no one like you out there. Yeah, like if if there's something you want to learn, I am a firm believer. Learn it, and you can you find can't you be successful? You exactly. know what I mean? Like yeah. we are all capable of whatever we set our minds to. Like my mom is over there preaching, being like, <laughs> yeah. "Yes, girl, like, yeah. get it." She's like my number one supporter, and she told me since I was little. If that's you so set your sweet. mind to it, yes. you can friggin' do it. It's and so true. I think that's what, like, should drive everybody. And yeah. if you have a passion, then learn it, become yeah. it, do it. So, yeah, and I totally agree with you. Um. So, anyways, this kind of drawn out a little bit too much. But, <laughs> it's okay. Um, long story short, I started making the resin and then um, started selling 10. I think I made 10. Okay, so because 10 of the coasters. 10 of the coasters okay. sold at a, the first market. Then I made 20, sold those. Guys, I kid you not, they're beautiful. <laughs> like if you, so if you go on and this your is Instagram a right now. Evolved version. So the one I'm holding right now is the yeah, evolved version. Yeah, that's like the evolution, like the the cream of the crop. Ooh. You know, like it's been through some Well, like even looking edits. at it, honestly, like the gold on the inside and the spark. Oh my God, it's beautiful. <laughs> Thank like, you. And even... Um, I was looking because obviously now with getting engaged, I didn't even think that you are opening a whole other door and yes. avenue for yourself with weddings. Yes, yes. It's crazy. So, yeah. And when I first designed these and made these, I was like, okay, resin is everywhere. What What is okay, resin? Okay, yeah, what is resin? Because listen, I had no idea what it was. I knew she made pretty coasters that looked like glass. Yeah. Shocking, but not. <laughs> so I'll let you explain that because I do not really still understand it, but yeah. they're really pretty. So resin is essentially plastic. It's an epoxy. So it's 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 plastic. Once it comes in a liquid form, there's a hardener, and then there's a the resin, the the actual resin itself. The hardener is what cures it, and once you mix the two parts together. Um, it will harden and turn into like a hard plastic and it's very durable. Um, the product that I use, again, I'm totally advertising is art resin mm-hmm. and I do, um, quite a bit of work, but actually I do all my work with art resin because it's non VOC, meaning it doesn't have that, um, chemically harmful vapor that comes out when you torch it when you heat it up and why you torch it is to get rid of the bubbles that comes out ah okay and so you can see that it's so smooth it's it's so smooth it's like it's almost clear um that's how you can get that glass look it's so cool the colors in it too the ones i have are like (laughs) this one almost looks like a rose gold and then this is like blue with a little bit of green it's absolutely stunning so I mix all my colors like ever since the conception of the business everything all the colors are mixed like I mix you do them yourself yeah from stock so that they're super unique so with this whole with resin um because it's so easy to work with once you get the hang of it yep it's easy to work with it's so versatile I was like okay this is and you know it's everywhere 
if you're in this, like, if you're in the world that I'm in, you'll mm-hmm. see resin I've everywhere. never seen it anywhere. I'm, like, you'll so shocked. everywhere. Now and, I'm going to, because now I know what it is. Um, similar to Alcohol Ink, you know, there's a lot of projects that people love to do, a lot of workshops. Same with resin. You know, it's a worldwide kind of um, therapy for everyone, right? So um, it's really, really common to have resin pieces and resin artists and I was like okay you know what I want to make this a little bit different just like with all the other projects that I've had and all the other collections I want to make this into like a more of a lifestyle thing Mm -hmm. you know um beautifying the ordinary having beautiful things in your house it could just be anyone's house it could be my house your house it could be a luxurious event but it could fit anywhere. Well, that's the thing I love. Beautiful. Yeah, that's what I like about it. Like, I already know where I'm going to be putting these. <laughs> like, and the thing is, when I You're go so on your... I love, I love them. I think they're so unique. And the question I have for you, though, yeah. is other than markets, where can people buy these? Because I noticed that you don't have a website. I don't. <laughs> so I'm like, girl, we got to get I you know. a website because I'm telling you, I already have, like, family members, friends... I know. So I do have a website. Okay, you do. I do have, um, it just routes to my Instagram because I did not like the way I took photos. Okay, gotcha. Um, so as you can, like, I always say that as you can see, and it's so, like, condescending. I hate it, but I keep saying oh, it. I don't feel that way. Okay. So don't worry. Basically. So wait, but you don't have a web, but where's your website? It's, it it's there. It just routes to my Instagram. Okay, so no one can actually find it unless they, like, dig. Well, no. You can type in carlypaintings.com. Oh, okay. And it just pushes you over to my To your Insta Instagram. page. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Because my page is so amateur. <laughs> Don't be so and, hard on yourself. <laughs> and when I rebranded the business, so I got a new logo in February. I did. Yes, I love it. Um, February was kind of, like, the turning point okay. for me. Because that was when um, I had an incident where, you know, it really opened my eyes and I was like, okay, I really need to step up my game Mm -hmm. and level up for the people. Because if I really truly believe in the whole passion and, you know, my whole goal in having this business is to drive and like drive, say, sustainability, drive people to follow their passion, know mm-hmm. my story, as well as be able to have them maximize their potential and realize that they can, I need to level this up. Love it. And so that's when I rebranded. I my I did my first big market, which was at Square One, um, which is the Mother's Day market. And that's when I was like, okay, I signed up for this thing. I'm going to, like, rebrand, redo everything, and, like, just elevate everything. Packaging, branding, positioning, everything. And that's when I was like, okay, my website is not... Up to that standard. Up to that standard. Gotcha. And ever since then, I never really had the chance to, like, upgrade it and sit down and do No, I get it. It's hard. Especially when you're trying to run a business. Yeah. Do YXE, and then you also have a baby at home. So I totally get it. And at that time, I was like, okay, I don't want to shut people off. And turn people off from going on my website. And I don't want to lose that interaction. So that's when I was like, okay, let's, instead of saying under construction, let's route it to my Instagram. And at least people can be like, oh, Instagram. Like, that's another avenue that I can connect with her. Which is huge. Which is huge. And, like, that 
was a setback in a way Mm -hmm. because Instagram is very different from like ordering from website or having email um, contacts and like DM, you know, like once a DM pushes off, it pushes off. And like when you get a bunch of DMs. Oh, it's hard. It's hard to, it's hard to keep up. Mm -hmm. And And there's just so many different ways. If you've got an email, you've got DMs, you've got Facebook, like there's so many different ways people can get in contact with you that it's difficult to stay above water. Like, so that was kind of, you know, in terms of setback, that was one of the biggest learnings. And I have, unfortunately, like customers who are disappointed, you know, I might have lost them forever. And like upset customers, I probably like, are like, they'll tell 10 people, right? Like those are setbacks and learnings. And, you know, I see them, I used, I would see them as failures, but they're just lessons learned. Yeah. They're like lessons that I literally paid for. Yep. Um, to learn. And it's like, that's a setback and like if anything I would recommend or like suggest to people listening and starting their business is like start with that you know start with having the proper channels having having the proper you know social communications and stuff because it's so digitized now Mm -hmm. Like, people don't pick up the phone and be like, hey, I want to order, like, five coasters from Yeah, you. right. Yeah, no, you know that I mean? would never like happen. It, yeah. And then you track it and you write it down. Like, things don't work like that anymore, no. obviously. And treat it, like, literally like a project. You know, making sure that you have your right goal, your purpose, what keeps you grounded. And I, I till this day, know what keeps me grounded is making sure that I can add value. Mm-hmm. Um. It and you know sharing how I could help you maximize your potential, and that can mean so many things. And that's kind of the point, right? Like I, I would thought about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, should I narrow that down to like, you know, should you be really like focusing on self love, or like should you be really like focusing? one thing over? Yeah. yeah, and I think it should be vague because everyone, it like it should be a little bit like. Uh, ambiguous yeah because everyone's a little bit different well, everyone's and it's potential almost, is a little bit different and it's like an umbrella yeah you know it people can perceive things so differently yeah and what can connect with one person will connect differently but still this like it, it can still connect to two people but yeah. in different ways like their minds are seeing something differently so yeah. I, I definitely think that being ambiguous and vague is it's a good way to do it mm-hmm. instead of just narrowing it down so you're mm-hmm. so niched yeah that you only connect to one type of person yeah and that's kind of, you know, eventually we'll, you know, we can talk about like specific, you know, when you want to get into a market, you know, like selling stuff, how yeah. does that work? And that'd be a fun um, episode. Yeah. Like being in the present, like how does that work? Or like being able to take, re- take rejections, right? Like it's huge. And you have to have tough skin and uh, something and I'm, I'm learning. Yeah. I mean, it's like still today when I get a no, I'm like, oh, well that's that's shitty right totally like I thought I did my best but um anyhow so um, I love that as I'm going through my markets 
you know, the the reason why I started the Shatterproof, and that's kind of, like, my next venture. Yeah, it's, like, moving into that, because, you know, it's funny, like, when I asked to, if you wanted to come on the podcast, I went back on your Instagram, and mm. I was just, like, getting myself acquainted, you know, just a little bit more with everything, and yeah. I was like, what is this? The Shatterproof. Yeah. And, like, I click on it, I was like, damn, girl, yes! Yeah. So, this is a really cool, event, like, venture that you're doing. Yeah. So, you can kind of quickly, like, explain it, because I touch think... on that, yeah. It's definitely, um, you know me, I love my quotes I love my inspiration inspirational uh just like images on Instagram so Carly Carly Carmen here (laughs) either or either or um she started her own Toddly sorry that's my dog Uh but she started another page which I think is amazing um it pretty much is I'll just let you kind of explain it yourself because I'm sure you could do a better job than I will. Oh no no, you you're doing great. Like I love that you went through my page. And, of course, like, I got to do my research. Study. I know I love it. This girl, she's on point. Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, so with everything that's happened in my life and um the business and how it kind of took off this year and you know with so much gratitude and and I'm so grateful for you know everyone that's been with me since day one with me now the supporters that you know the silent supporters Mm -hmm. that love all your photos and know who you are but like you know they don't they don't really they're just not that personality where they're like oh my god I love you I love you I love you of course and then there's the supporters who are I love you I love you you know every day and (laughs) how I've inspired them and like it's I, I love it because I am touching different people mm-hmm. and that's kind of my goal, right? It's not just a one size fits all. Um and that's where, you know, as I'm selling my products, you know, I get different things like, Oh my god, these are so delicate but durable. And like I'm still trying to figure out, you know, how to pitch it, you know, because people are like, what is that? It's a coaster, like whatever, who cares, right? Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> excuse me, it's a beautiful so piece of art to put <laughs> in your home. You. And so um a lot of people are like really nervous when they step by my booth and I was like, no, it's unbreakable. Well I think that's the biggest thing too, just as an FYI, because because if you go on uh Carmen's like Carly paintings and you look at these, I can tell you straight up, because I thought the same thing that it was glass. Yeah. They look like glass because they they're just so clear and crystal looking, <laughs> which is I think the coolest thing because yeah. when she came over, like what an hour ago, um, she handed me a box that had four coasters in them and I picked them up. I'm like, this is so light. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea. And you were explaining to me that yeah. they're shatterproof. Yeah. And and that's kind of the, the cool part about them. Yeah. So basically I was like, oh my God, like I love that Shatterproof is like, it's great because it's not unbreakable. Like I can't sell something that's unbreakable. Essentially right. it's not unbreakable, but Shatterproof is like just the perfect balance of, you know, describing this product and it's such a good way. Mm-hmm. So thank you to that customer that put that in my head. I have no idea who it was, but I will forever be grateful for you, wherever you are. Um, so sweet. Yeah, so she's like, or he was like, it was, it's shatterproof then. I'm like, yeah, it's absolutely shatterproof. And so from then on, I adapted that word. And then the more I thought about it, the more I'm sharing my story, the more I'm like being open about it, the more I'm like, how can I make an impact? I'm like, I'm like, you are making an impact. People can be shatterproof. Like, mm-hmm. 
it doesn't and that's a post in my new handle it's called that shatterproof lifestyle and there's it's a it's mentioned in the carly paintings um bio and basically it's just all about um lifestyle like tips on lifestyle my lifestyle addictions recovery business tips things that you know maybe you you would love to just having like a different percent like um different kind of eyes and look and perception uh, on mm-hmm. right like from a person that's been like in a really really dark space yeah. maybe you haven't been maybe you will go through it who knows but at least it puts in per- into perspective that maybe your friend is going through that or maybe a family member is going through that and you know, it's okay. Or maybe you're going through certain challenges in your business and like going on my page, you're like, oh my God, like I, all I needed was that inspirational cloud. Like yeah. I have a cloud that I talk about in that um, handle where it's like, you know, we all have challenges and we all have tough times, but better than cloud nine is you should build your own cloud. Oh, I love it. With all these amazing things. And it kind of goes into, you know, being mindful, being in the presence. But, like, this is yours. Like, this is no one else's. It could be from, like, Oprah to (laughs) your mom to your cousin or the friend that you met in grade two and don't even talk to. But, like, little bits and pieces in your life that you're, like, she is grouped into or he is grouped into my inspirational cloud. And this will keep me going. Right? Like. And that's, that's what you're hoping the page is for somebody. Yeah, like yeah. that post specifically mm-hmm. would be, you know, someone will stumble upon it by looking through the hashtag and maybe that'll brighten their day a little bit. Or maybe they'll be like, absolutely like, you know what, this makes no sense, but I'm going to think of my own thing. Of course. Right? So like in any way that I could inspire or trigger some sort of thought or some sort of inspiration or like disagreement because disagreement turns into ideas, a conversation, yeah, and yeah which comes and so into like for sure. in any way, like no one has to always agree with me, right? No, so. and I think that's kind of what makes the world so neat is that everyone can have different opinions, yeah. and as long as like everyone's open to hearing the different opinions, yeah. like it just starts a conversation, mm-hmm. and I totally relate. Yeah. So, um, and one of the posts is you know, um, if you visit that uh, handle, it's like. We're not bulletproof because we're not fighting a war. Like, that's not what it's meant to be. Uh, we're not, like, and shouldn't be unbreakable because we would never mend mm-hmm. if we've never been broken. Like, we don't know what happy is if we've never experienced sadness. Yeah. Right? Um, so what shatterproof is, it's figuring out our surroundings and situations and continues to learn and adapt so that we can proactively make better choices to avoid undesirable situations. So basically, in short, taking everything that you know and having, like, kind of categorizing into, like, different mindsets, like your positive, your growth mindsets, your infinite mindsets. Simon Sinek is Mm -hmm. a genius. Okay. Um, And, like, just, you know, your abundance mindset Mm -hmm. and your own mindset right to be like you know what I don't necessarily have to feel these like 
shitty emotions that I'm supposed to feel giving the cir- circumstance or situation because mm-hmm. I can I'm in control of it and I can change it yeah I love that so, mindset to me is one of the biggest things and you'll find like um even on my page with like this whole mm-hmm. being positive yeah I'm not I'm not positive every day people aren't no, positive all yeah. the time it's just I if you continuously put that in your life yeah then you're more likely to look at a situation in that light yeah. you're more likely to find like my page or your page and have it yeah. connect exactly. um rather than you know yeah. being like being negative or thinking I and I love I love the quotes yeah. that you have on there because I think people can connect to them yeah and that's all you, that's what you're looking to do yeah thank you and so like that's just the start of it there's a bunch of things that you know that I'm working on that I haven't really solidified which is um having a business corner on the site mm-hmm. which good news it is going to launch again because I'm working um to rebuild it rebrand it do we have a date uh probably early January I can't okay promise. um but there there will be a business corner amazing where you know new businesses can download free stuff that I've been using and that's try tested and true so it's just like a place where people can go yeah. and find like materials that will help yeah. them with their business. Yeah. And right? then, you know, if it goes a little bit further, then it'd be kind of like kind of like a low, like not, not like a breaking the bank kind of um, service that I would offer as mm-hmm. consultation, but it would be by like, it'll be modular. It'll be by, um, it'll be customized. It'll be by person. And obviously like there's going to be more than what, you know, that I'm advertising I always you know give a little bit more or drop a little bit more and will there be a place for people to specifically buy yes your uh, products yes and okay my question is can people like would I be able to be like okay Carmen I really want like an emerald green like so I could contact you and like is that how your orders work yeah so I do um a lot of weddings now because I've seen gotten into that space which was one of my biggest goals and it's huge it is it is big um and it's a very niche um space Mm -hmm. because it's a geode favor so it is very niche but the people who like it love it and it's beautiful yeah and I don't know if because I this is new to me too, but the geo favors. Mm-hmm. So it's just initials, right? Yeah. On um, on these coasters that yeah. you can use like as favors. Yeah. So and name tags. And so named, yeah. You can double. Which is yeah. amazing because then yeah. people can leave with them and yeah. they're Thank you. You're but so can I cute. ask I you it. how much you sell them for? Yeah, so they're um right now twelve dollars plus tax each. Okay. Which is, you know, from market and competitive analysis, I know I'm sounding all like no, you gotta have you it. Know, but these are important things um, for anyone pricing, looking to like, have a business. Yeah, so like pricing strategy, um, it's priced in a way that it's profitable for my production mm-hmm. after paying myself. And for new businesses, don't forget to pay yourself because for two full years, I did not pay myself, almost three years. And so, like, as much as I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm profiting, like, I'm doubling my market, my day, really, it's, it's not. not. If, you're not yeah. Yeah. if you're not making anything <laughs> yeah. off of it, then, yeah. yeah, at the end of the day, it's a business. So, yeah. And so... And do you know, sell them, sorry, do you sell them in, like, packs of, is it just buying one, or, like, can you get packs or the, anything? I do um, four for 40. Four for 40, packs. okay. Um, Which is and, what I would recommend, too, because then you can have, like, the coaster yeah. set. Yeah, 
and yeah. like you get the full set. I do mix and matches as well. Um, but for you know a box set during holidays or like when I go to markets or um, specific events. Um, so well, it's such an interesting gift too, like to give your girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm already, I'm having some orders placed. I will yeah. tell you before you leave because yeah. I already have um, ladies who I want to gift some yeah. too, so and, which I know would love. And that's the biggest thing too, right? Like maximizing my potential in selling this Mm -hmm. is not the only thing that comes out of this piece no because it is now maximizing your potential and your ideas and what you want to do for your people and what you want to give them yeah right so it always has to be two ways for me like both ways and that's a that's that's like a check mark for me like our conversation right now where you're like I already have thoughts and I have like custom colors and everything. Yeah. That's that's, what makes it fun too. Yeah. That makes it fun for me. And it's like, oh my God, like you're actually, like not actually, but like you're also thinking about how to make your surrounding and the people around you happy. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, so like these are little things that, you know, I strive for and, you know, talking about 2020, there's going to be workshops great so there's a whole lineup from january to march wow busy lady tickets will be on sale on eventbrite in january and you'll be sharing all this on your I'm instagram be page all of this okay great so you guys can all follow yeah carmen on her uh, carly paintings um so i mean when this podcast launches it might be into the february and march yep but i mean You'll see it on Instagram, and you'll see the ones coming up. And then there's also a potential free workshop, which is my dream come true and is my four-year plan coming into place. Like, when I first started the business, I built this four-year plan. Can you believe 2016 is four years ago? It's insane. It's four years ago. Like, I always look back now because now that I have a daughter, I'm like, like, if she was born in 2016, she'd be four right now. Yeah, it's you know, crazy. like it's like mm-hmm. it's well, weird. this is it's your baby. This yeah. is also another baby of yours. Yeah. So it's you have to look at it that way too. Like yeah, and how far you've come, and yeah. I think that's what's exciting. And especially starting this podcast, like that's what I want other people to see that if they have a vision, if they have something that they're sitting on right now, like they have the tools and the resources and people who mm-hmm. like, if we wouldn't have met, yeah. you know, maybe I wouldn't have felt like compelled to share, you know, your story and share business women's stories because yeah. that's something that I want to do. And I want other people to feel inspired and powerful and like yeah. they can accomplish anything. That's and right you know, we talked about this earlier that we live in a world where we're also connected and people don't have to feel like they're alone. Like there's resources for them to be able to kick ass at their businesses. And if they need that push, this is your push. Yeah. Go out and do it. Do it. And I think that leads me like into, um, a question for you quickly before we wrap it up. But I wanted to ask like something I'm going to ask every single guest Mm -hmm. when they come on. And I think it's really important is, What's the one thing, it doesn't have to be business related, but what's the one thing that you would tell a younger version of yourself knowing where you are now? A younger version? Oh my yeah. God. There's like a so whole many. essay just because of... Of course, because of what you've been through yeah. and what you've come out of. But but even if it doesn't have to be about that, it could yeah, be yeah. any... Well, it could. It's whatever uh, you're yeah. feeling. Um, I think one thing that I would tell my younger self is do not give a shit 
about what anyone thinks. Oh, I love it. And, and I totally what get it. Anyone says because I think my biggest downfall mm-hmm. in the whole situation that I got myself into and like the whole you know, the the whole thing was, you know, I was insecure. I felt like, you know, I wasn't loved. I felt like, and like this stems from just me like internalizing these things because I came from a great family, very supportive. Like it's like I have mom, dad, grandma, like brother, like, you know, I I had friends. It's not like, you know, I, I had a broken family or like, I'm not saying that people with broken family go through it. Of course. You know, like I had it all. Like, like you're just meaning, like from an outsider's perspective, like there's no reason that there was no reason Carmen should be an like an alcoholic no, because no, she has was, it all together. Yeah, yeah, there was no reason. Um, but I think I started internalizing and seeing other people and seeing what other people's success looks mm. like and like comparing myself, which is evil. You can it's never so compare yourself to others. That is yeah. my biggest takeaway as well. I and think. if you know, me telling, even, like, 10 years ago, like, I'm totally dating myself, and, like, I'm gonna be 35, I'm 35, and so 10 years ago, I'll be 25. Yeah. And even, like, that's not a young age, but it's not an old age. You're still figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, at that time, had I was, like, don't compare yourself, you know, love yourself a little bit more, don't be so hard, but still have standards, um, and, like, just not worry about what other people think or what you should look like. And just be yourself and love yourself first. And, you know, the only person that you should compare yourself to is yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would share and tell my younger self and with everyone that's listening to this podcast. Because it's an, it's innate, right? Like, we're built this way. Yeah. I totally agree. It we're built to like compare and be the top. Yeah. Like it's human nature to I, come I out do first, it. right? I completely do it. And like the the funny part is like as much as you can be, I don't do that or there's no reason like blah blah blah. You can preach that, but everyone does it. it. Yeah. It's so hard not to. It's so we hard. We go on Instagram every day and see yeah. people who are killing it at their ventures. But the fact of the matter is, we're not behind the screen with them we yeah. see what's oh, online yeah so everyone has their own timeline everyone is working yeah. towards different goals at different times and there's that quote that always goes around that's like Oprah didn't make it till whatever age so-and-so didn't make yeah. it till because everybody is on a different yeah. path journey timeline sure. and there's just I think it's so imperative for young people mm-hmm. to not compare yourselves to what yeah. they see yeah and just focus on being a better version of themselves yeah like just love yourself Mm -hmm. and I think that's the most important thing and what that looks like you know because a lot of people are like oh I think just be positive like what does that look like don't compare yourself what does that look like well don't compare yourself means you know if you see someone with a better phone than you understand that they might have worked for it they might have gotten it for free or they might have like that's the only thing that they have Mm-hmm. right like you don't know that you don't know anything besides that they have a better phone right so you should then look at yourself and be like okay if I want that phone this these are the things that I need to do um work towards it and work get toward, it. yeah work towards it but if I don't have that phone I'm perfectly happy right now like yeah. why would I need 
to have that, to be happy, right? Completely. But, like, obviously I'm saying this in a very, like, oh, my God, like, it's easy for me to say. Well, with that, I think that's the kind of the power of the whole thought of this podcast is, like, yeah. to have women like yourself on and just discuss, you know, you've it's not like it's an overnight success and no. you still have so much oh, more yeah. to go. You have, you know, yeah. business to grow. It's not like you're at this finish line yeah. or myself or anybody. You know what I mean? I don't mean that to sound bad. It's like no, you have, no, like you're chasing this. This is oh, amazing. Like, yeah. and that's what, that yeah. should, that's good. I think we all need that in our lives because that's what, that's what drives us. That's yeah. what gets us out of bed and excites yeah. us. And I love talking about it. And I think that me, you know, I'm going to be 28 next year. And even six years ago, seven years ago, if I yeah. would have listened to somebody and like followed their path and like mm-hmm. listened to just understand, like maybe I could have avoided certain things or like mm-hmm. when I first started Instagram, um, oh my God, like I could go, I'm going to go into detail in another podcast, but like (laughs) using bots and like thinking that there's like, there's a quick way to get Insta famous and like to be successful. Like (laughs) there's so many things and I'm so open about it, but like I didn't have anybody to like Mm. guide me or or tell me like, that's a bad idea Mm -hmm. or like, don't do that or that's going to affect your brand or so I hope that by sitting down with like you and other businesswomen, people can, you know, take away things and hopefully they won't make mistakes or if they do, they know that they're just lessons learned. Yeah. And I think that's what's exciting and I hope that people resonate with it. Yeah, I hope, you know, whoever's listening, you know, after this podcast, they'll like literally pick up and start doing what they really love to do and just stay grounded to mm-hmm. their purpose. Yeah. Have a very, very solid purpose is another thing that you know, that I live by with my business. And no matter what happens, if I make money, I lose money, I lose friends, I make friends, I network, I don't, I wake up, I cry, like whatever it is. I post amazing things and then cry about it in the back, in the behind the scenes, you know, because you never know. Yep. I always, always go back to the same purpose, which is, you know, to help others. Always. Mm Mm-hmm but also to help myself improve and then together like we can help each other maximize our potential that's like my grounded humble kind of like thing that I always go back to I think that's great and like what a way to end it yeah (laughs) and leave it on that note (laughs) thank you so much for having me this has been great it has been like you couldn't have been a better first guest oh my god (laughs) so exciting and I can't wait to like hear all the amazing guests that you're gonna have guests I'm very excited now before we go plug your shit what are where are they gonna go to find all your stuff it is carlypaintings.com yep that's my website you can also reach me and you and I literally respond to every single DM. It might just take me a day and I will talk with you in, extensively. <laughs> so if you have any questions, um, feel free to contact me, um, carlypaintings at gmail.com. And my handle is at carly, C-A-R-L-I, paintings. Awesome. All right, we'll leave it at that. And uh, thank you again for coming. Yay, thank you. Bye.